whenever I see somebody complaining about Grammys, I'm like, but personally, I feel like y'all owe me like about nine of them. <laughs> you know, that's just me being being honest. Yeah. Because I set joints off. Behind the mask. Dude, what up? What's happening, my boy? Hey, man, another damn paradise. You know what it is. Hey, you already know what it is, though. Because it's paradise, dog, because let's simply state the facts. Mm -hmm. It's always a good time. When we get an opportunity for somebody to come inside of the BTM lounge, uh -oh. and they're not even necessarily affiliated with the basketball court, with the football field, mm -hmm. but they are in a different trade, too. Mm -hmm. And damn sure killing it in that trade, if I do say so myself. But let the people know, bro. I mean, all right, man, check this out. Let me just hint you off right quick. Mm -hmm. Five-time Grammy Award winner. Five-time. He's written songs for some of your favorite artists, Rihanna, Jay-Z, and even Penn. The hottest single mm -hmm. that's out right now, Break My Soul. Yes. From Beyonce. Queen B. Singer, songwriter, producer. Man, he does it all. Facts. Oh, shit. Welcome to the BTM Lounge, <laughs> the radio killer. Oh, that's what's the up. dream. What's yeah. happening, boy? What's happening, man? I need to take that on the road. I need you to record <laughs> that and put it on the little thing. I want to play that before I go out to my show. Facts. Well, you know what? I can even do one better for you. Just, I, I mean, I'll be there for it. it. Okay, cool. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm, I'm going to get that. Is, I need to roll out with absolutely. that. Absolutely. Absolutely. How you doing, man? man? I'm doing pretty good. Everything good? I'm doing great. Doing great. Absolutely, man. Yeah, man. You guys look. This is real cozy. Like, yeah, man. Yeah, it's this lounge, man. You know, we we had to do a little refresh, remake. You know, we had a lot of time on our hands when the pandemic was going on. Mm -hmm. Oh, so we 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 we, and we you find other money. Yeah, you find other money in that we pandemic. Did find other money. You find yes, other money. Yes, we did. Yeah. Hey, man. What? what so let, let's talk about this. You got a lot, man. You got a lot. To me, when I explain people, when people talk about you, and they don't know we have the relationship. Yeah, yeah. It's more so like he's compli not complicated, but he's very diverse in a lot of fields. And he's excellent at a lot of things. So today we are going to talk about him. Oh, man. You're going to take it. You're going to let him know. Oh, man. You're yeah. going to mess up my thug then. You're going to mess up my thug <laughs> up today. Hey, but it's your IP. Nobody else can take it from you. Just appreciate like your it. DNA. I appreciate it. And I want it like that. All right. So. Let's talk about how you got into the game, bro. Oh like, man, the, 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 like the entire game. Like, like what was the birth of it? I think it's it's crazy because for me, when I hear that question, I know where the question comes from, and it's hard for me to say it in a way that how it would feel towards other producers and, mm -hmm. and writers and, and artists because I started playing trumpet in the third grade, so it was never a, like it was just always music as a musician for me, which is rare. These days, and by the time I got to high school, they started taking music out of schools anyway. You know, it was just, they was just killing the programs, um, especially in the inner cities. So for me, it's like, this is all I've known. This is like just what I do. You started off like, like penning, writing, mm, producing. No, no it's, it's completely trumpet. I played trumpet in third grade, went to other brass instruments, um, drums after that, because the drum, the drum corps was the, thing to do you want to get in there you know if y'all seen drumline Facts, yeah. that was my that was my life and you get all the you get all the chicks too 
Was oh, chicks motivated you from know. that? See that? So that's that's <laughs> a, that's what that's what nobody understood. They thought it was you guys. Mm-hmm. They thought it was, they thought it was basketball yeah. players. What they didn't know, especially in the South, the band was king. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you march out there at halftime of a football game, oh. Go time. What? We <laughs> showing out. <laughs> you got permission Good to show time. out? Oh, we showing out. 50 yard line. Let's go. Let's get it. And so for us, it was the culture. It was setting culture. You know, so there, at that time, it was like certain dances out. Give you an idea, like Bankhead Bounce was out at that particular time. Right. 90s, 95, 94, whatever that was. If you're in a band and you have an excuse to cut a fool. And back then, we're looking at tapes on the March 100. Fam, you, Grambling, mm-hmm. Southern, like me, this me and my friends like watching VCR tapes of Not these the bands. VCR tapes. Yeah, VCR tapes. <laughs> Mid nineties, baby. Yes. Mm-hmm. Watching these tapes and these bands going out, like yeah, that's it. That's what we gonna try this next week. So we was lit. Pep rally, we was lit. Yeah. And yeah, all you sports guys wanted to be us at that time. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All you guys was like, oh, look at them coming marching in, think they we go, yeah, we go rough them up after this. But you but know, did you did you play sports too? Did you? I uh, did. I played I played baseball starting at um, I think five and under through till I was like 12, 13. I played basketball one year in high school, mm-hmm. and I played football in the eighth grade. But baseball, yeah, I got I got trophies and, and, and shit at the house. You know, I wasn't the best player. Well, I'm pretty good. Sounds like that vacation yeah. golf. Hey, man. It right. don't count because nobody saw it. Nobody it don't, saw it. It don't, don't count if don't. you it don't count if you make no money by doing it. <laughs> that's what I say. Hey, that's a fact. That's a better way to state it. That's Just, a fact. How much money you make? You ain't making that. All right, it don't count. <laughs> McDonald's is kicking off Future 22, a campaign celebrating 22 Gen Z leaders across the country who are making an impact on their communities right now. This generation may have the largest influx of young leaders since the Civil Rights Movement. They're starting their own organizations, finding ways to empower the youth and culture, standing up and speaking out. McDonald's is showcasing their efforts and the impact they're having on the world. I bet you didn't know there's a black sign language. Yep, that's right. It's a form of American sign language that truly speaks our language. Student J.C. Smith is an advocate for the black, deaf, and blind who did Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech and BASL. McDonald's introduces his story and the stories of other Gen Z community leaders impacting the future on Instagram at We Are Golden. Yeah, you went from <laughs> trophies, third grade trumpet playing, mm-hmm. trophies in baseball, mm-hmm. to your first Grammy. Yes. Pen and umbrella for I wish Rihanna, it was that man. fast. Like, yeah, man. You made it sound real. Good. I mean, just just so the people that know, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. we're gonna get into it, but how did how did that take place when you? Received that first Grammy award though, bro. Oh man! And my first Grammy, my first huge Grammy moment was a disappointment as I lost to Amy Winehouse for Umbrella. Yeah. yeah, and I was so confused and conflicted about the state of what happened mm. that night. And I was like, "We just changed sound," and I know it because the, these moments are what I saw other people go up to the stage and get these Grammys for. It was about the idea of changing culture. Hmm. So I always wanted to write my songs to change where it was going, like to immediately switch directions. So for me, that was a huge dis- disappointing and it was invigorating though because I do have an athlete DNA. But yeah. I'm like, okay, right, cool, right. bet. I literally left the Grammys, skipped all the parties, drove straight to Vegas and went straight to the studio and started working. Hmm. 
Mm. Wow. Like literally. Like five hours after the Grammys, I was in Vegas working again. So it again. fueled you that much to I where was you was so, like, I, was I gotta so do hot. something about yeah. it now. I was hot. I was like, I got right now, now. Got to get it. He's the same way on the golf course. Got to have it. So who's yeah. better, man? Y'all, y'all talk about this golf. I hear this golf coming up though. Oh man, you know what? What up? I think I'm. I think I'm better than Spike. No. <laughs> Why you had to pause though? I had to really think you truthfully even say about that it. with conviction. It, the one thing I say about you, everything that comes out of your mouth is spoken with conviction. Hey, I didn't feel that feel there, Dream. That's because I wanted to make sure my insight and everything about what I've learned was accurate. I didn't want to tell the people something that wasn't true. But I'm just the better player. It's all good. Just like that, Spice. I mean, you know, be man. Hey, look. I'm, I'm, hey, look. Let's, 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 let's hurry up and re- get through the show so we can go hit One the, way to settle it. Greens. One way to settle it. Hey, man, it. you know how my bank account set up. No, I'm just kidding. I know it. Whoa. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Doing your thing, man. And what, what do you prefer more, though? Um, obviously, we know uh, incredible writer, mm-hmm. producer, mm-hmm. performer as well, as, as Tequil said. Mm-hmm. But what do you prefer more, like penning the number one hit for someone or you know, performing your own hits, bro. It's so wrapped into a bigger thing for me. Mm. Um, I remember nine to five jobs. I remember going to work. I've I've never not had a job since I was 14. So I remember even after high school, sitting in that traffic that's close by here, on the way to work forever. And if it wasn't for music, mm. you know, it was probably road raging all day. Like, I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, these people out here, they drive crazy. They're crazier now than they used to. But that's a big part of life. Radio on the way to work mm-hmm. at 7.30 in the morning. Like, that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. It's going to start your day off, and when you get off, it's going to set it off in the evening. Yeah. So a lot, of, a lot of me was just about not these particular parts of my music. It was more so about how to impact somebody's day in mm-hmm. a great way. You know, it's just different avenues now. So people can listen to music and digest it whenever they want to, but it was built off of that. Yeah. How can I impact somebody in a great way make them feel good about what they're doing or at least give them some type of resolution um, to whatever's going on, even if it's a breakup. Like, all right, cool. Make sure you write the greatest breakup song. You don't want somebody to, you know, run their car into somebody, but at least give them some resolve. So it's based on that. There's not a thing individually I like doing. I thought I wouldn't like being an artist as much, but my fans keep me in a space where their appreciation for the luxury idea of writing and singing and producing makes me want to do it for them. Other than that, you know, the dream ain't got, he makes money, but it's like, it's pretty even at the end of the day. You know, I'll probably spend money going to make sure my fans hear music and stuff, but the money part of it is about writing and producing for me, per se, you know, because I'm not this huge touring artist. Like, if I, if I was in, It'll be a, another thing, but yeah, was, yeah. I kind of I like like the whole part that I play in this little universe that I'm in. That gotta be dope, right? Like your thoughts, your your vision, your your drive, whatever it is inside you, you you putting it down on paper, and then it's living forever. You know what I'm saying? That's that's. Oh man, that's the biggest great. driver, man. It's like chasing Da Vinci for me. Yeah, is 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 being. It, you can't even put a dollar amount on it. You know, it's literally an intellectual property of a thing. 
and that goes down in history and people remember music just st time stamps where you were at that time <sighs> you know you know where you was when Jodeci was playing yeah. You know what girl you was dating and you was in high school, whatever Everything, it was. Bro. It yeah. time stamps it. So you don't have to do that in your mind to figure it out. It's like, what was out? And you remember, oh, Tupac came out here. Okay, this is when um, um, Lionel Richie had this thing. I remember being so young, though. Yeah. Like, you don't rem you remember it in a different way. Man in the Mirror came out here with Michael. Beyonce first dropped this thin. I know where I was when Aaliyah dropped one in a million. You know, you like, mm -hmm. like all of those things are time stamping your life, per se. And so to be a part of that, mm -hmm. like the real image of time is bigger than, than everything else yeah. for me. Bro, and you talk about time stamping in. You just made me think about this because I remember back in, I want to say 2007, 2008, mm -hmm. somewhere around the first launch of the iPhone. Mm -hmm. And Love Hate came out around that time right. too at the same time. Oh seven, yep. That was yep. So bro, like, how was that? Because for me, yeah, I love the iPhone. Everybody does now. Right, right, right. But I was reading about the iPhone in like two thousand four or five, a pump before its release. Out, right. Apple was innovative. When I look at you and I hear you talk and I see the things that you do, you're very innovative with your music. Right. So talk about that that collab or Lack of collaboration when the iPhone came right. out and you dropped Love Hate. Right. It actually got me through San Fran. I got some. Hey, uh oh. <laughs> I was in San Fran. You was in San Fran at the time? Man, listen, He's like, man. man, hey, man. Boy, listen. That sounds like another episode. Maybe we should we should yeah. do you. Maybe you should yeah. come over here. You know what I'm saying? He, I think he's, getting, yeah. he's back there getting involved. Right. I'm like, you good? Listen, no. I, I had a young lady friend who I was dating at the time. Mm -hmm. and, I'm, I'm, and I ain't just saying it, bro. You got me through San Fran, man. Amen. Me and her, actually. <laughs> I appreciate that. Amen. Cheers. Che Salute. Cheers. Salute. Salute. Cheers to that. <laughs> but how was it, though? That I literally feel like with, um, I, I literally feel like with 07, I was so happy to be there and be able to contribute to music in a way, and, and before my album came, my album dropped at a later part of the year is why, why you're thinking so much of 2008. It was my album didn't come out until December 08, which is 15 years ago now, this year. And, but what came out first was Umbrella came out first, mm -hmm. and there was a couple other records I had written that came out at the same time. And so 07 for me was just, oh, wow, this is shit. I'm here at this place where, you know, I've worked so long to get to. And not thinking of, on the other side of it, iPhone dropping, people are discovering music digitally in a different type of a way. Mm -hmm. Like it was, of course, Napster and all those guys. It was kind of like Napster. taking music and doing certain stuff before that. It wasn't affecting me because I wasn't making no money yet. <laughs> you know? Um, and then Apple, this component that, that monetized, you know, music in that way, which, which was good. On one hand, the bad part was it wasn't getting any credit. And if you go back in our time, in our life, it was not a time we got CDs and we didn't want to know who did what. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. like, Folding the, yeah. who did what? Mm -hmm. That managed our idea of respect for who came out. Right. So it's no BSing about who's doing what. We know. Nobody has to go out their way to tell you. You knew. If Jermaine Dupree did this, you knew it. If, if, um, if, if um, Neptunes did this, you knew it. And so I came out in a time where they was like, we need credits for it. Yeah. There was no real digital booklets. They, they, didn't, they didn't care about that. 
And so for me, even though I was on fire and I, and I was doing this particular thing, I don't know exactly how big I actually am supposed to be without the digital help in the digital age of slowing down credit because I didn't receive credit properly for like five or six years. Right. For real. Because the they were still trying to figure life, it out at the time. To, they were trying to figure it out. Where if this was the same time in the 90s, you would have known, oh, that's the guy. Yeah, yeah. Like, so we don't know what that is. We don't know what the, what the you know, outcome is, the delay. But I knew, I could tell um, in 2015 or 16 when I went on tour and my fans, I was looking at these younger fans and I was asking my, my manager at the time, like, why do they know all my records? Young kids, they got their vans on, you know, yeah. doing their thing. I'm like, why are they here? And like, they, they love you. They're rediscovering who did what. Mm. And kudos to them for going back, checking. But at that particular time, of course, title came out, put up all the credits. Mm-hmm. Apple added credit, Spotify, like all these, you know, giants started adding credit. And I, I don't think they did it on any heinous thing from the beginning, but they just, I don't think they understood how much it meant yeah. to get credit for, especially when you're changing culture in that type of a way. Absolutely. You know, so somebody's hearing the sound of minds for 10 years and not knowing, like, you know, it's a guy that, did, that started that thing. And Shit. it's this guy. And so, you know, you're sitting there, you know, you're being as graceful as you can be, which I have because I've never pointed at somebody and said, hey, that's my shit, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Until but, now. No, now not even now. Well, like, we, because we, I feel we, like you're contributing. No, nah, I'm saying we, we, we putting it up on yeah. the platform. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no and I, pre- I appreciate it. But yeah. I'm saying I've never been the one. I know that once you put something in the universe in that way, it's for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, unfortunately for me, it was just certain accolades that just didn't happen simply because, oh, you didn't get credit for that. So retroactively, retroactively, did they go back and let you receive, not let you, but did you no, receive you, you credit for No, you can't because it's time. No, you get credit. They know who did what, but in that time when something's hot, it's like right now, mm-hmm. this Beyonce song is what it is. Everybody's going to know immediately I had something to do with it. Right. Where in that time, you didn't. Miss out on the wave. Gotcha. It's a lot of money. And I so totally get that when you talk about missing the wave because right. that's important. That's, that's huge. To put it into correlation, you look at social media, depending on who you are. Like if you just a public figure, then like you always don't have something hot. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, when people try to get their numbers up, you want to ride the wave of when, I remember when Instagram first came out and I was like, man, you know what? I got a girl, I ain't, and I saw somebody. I was like, I was like, you mean to tell me everybody got pictures? And I was like, everybody? She was like, yeah, you're not on it? This is like, no lie, three weeks after it came out, I was like, Mm -hmm. hell no, I'm not jumping on this. Yeah. In comparison to, and I didn't, until like a year later, a couple of years later. Now, in comparison to Twitter, I was playing in the Bay Area, the technology area. Mm -hmm. I jumped on Twitter right after it came out. To the, I ended up having 400,000 followers yeah. in literally two years, maybe a year, wow. you know, compared to Instagram where it was a slow growth because I did. Right. So it's all about riding that wave. Yeah. And then you never can go back and get it. So that's why it's so important. But I'm glad they finally did brought the credits back, though, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you. 
Yeah, I know. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad I'm at a certain height where I can still, you know, take advantage of a certain thing. Imagine y'all in sports with no stats. Yeah, or not getting And they not keeping records of your stats. Or not getting a accredited season. That's that's what it is. There you go. It's the exact same thing. Because that's how you get your money. That's how you get paid. And yeah. that's how you live forever, too. Yeah. You get checks from what you've done. That's it. From what you've previously done. That, we it. get checks from what we previously yeah. done from accredited year. There you that's go. a fact. So it's, 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 just, it's the same same thing, you know. Is Man, basketball right. really basketball or is it really about stats? It's hey. like a 50-50 thing almost. That might be that's another true. episode hey, right there. You know what I'm saying? Round table. Hey. Hey. dropping no, juice. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying. <laughs> Just right, let me ask you this though: What are some of the songs, some of the hottest songs that you've written that a lot of people may not even know about? Oh wow! It's so funny because they because there's no credit, then they wouldn't know mm. <laughs> at the time. Umbrella is still one of those songs where it, it's the craziest thing, right? Because we are sitting here and you're like, of course we know. Yeah. Outside of our culture, mm-hmm. it's like what? It's like, I could say single ladies and like what? Holy Grail is another one of those great records that I that I love. No Church in a While. I was, you know. I, I was mind blown when I saw that. Oh, yeah. That was, that was amazing to be a part of. Um, love on Top. Just one of those ones like, oh, really? I'm not going to even tell on one, one of my executive friends who's like a father to me and said, how did I not know you wrote that this mm. whole time? Shame him. <laughs> nah. I was like, how you not gonna know? He said, "Man, I'm sorry." I was like, "How L.A. Reid not gonna know?" Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. Oh love, oh love. Much love to yeah. my guy. He know that. Love, he know. Bro. He yeah, knows absolutely. that. No, trust me. If he was here right now, he'd say the same thing. He's like, "What am I? What am I thinking?" I was like, "How you? Yeah. How you not gonna know your guy did that?" And it's just one of those. It's the new new era of things. So even the people who are actually about credit would know a song. Just because that, you know, and I could put out a song or do something and somebody can hijack it in five seconds. Say yeah. they did it. We don't know if they're telling the truth or yeah. not. Yeah. Next thing you know, 89 people did it. Mm-hmm. Except for the person that actually did, did do it. it, who's not probably tooting their horn, you know, mm-hmm. loud enough. And I ain't got time to be truck trucker horn guy. I can't, I can't do it. Yeah. I'm like, hey, man, you find out you find out. Trucker dream. I can't be, yeah, <laughs> I can't, right. uh, look at me. I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you one of the songs that Uh-oh, again yeah, I was. Bro, that's just, what I was gonna ask. Nah, fam. Like there was one song you wrote for Beyonce. People know it now, of course. But Partition. Yeah. I thought that joint was first of all it was a sexy song. The song is dope. That song nasty. It, and 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 he's and nasty. The re- and the reason why I, the reason why I was like, oh, this is it, because it's told from a a woman's perspective of what's going on in the limo. Right. And it took me back. Spice talked about. You know, what he was dealing with when yeah. he was the Niners, when I first got in the league, maybe oh, my first uh, All-Star game. And I'm in the car with a lady, and she's like, yo, tell, him, tell the driver to roll up the partition. I'm like, oh, it's about to get popping. <laughs> it's about to get popping. So years later, I hear, and I ain't going to tell you what happened, but, but years later, I hear the song, and I'm like, this is exactly what happens but it's told it's so right. it's so sexy because it's told from a woman's perspective right. and I thought that was just fire bro yeah. so yeah thank it's one of the that. songs man yo yeah. partition thank, like yo I'm trying, trying to tell you thank you the yeah. elegant Miss Tina B's mom gave yeah. me so much about that record she's like I, why you got my B saying this <laughs> stuff in here I'm like <laughs> 
I'm like, Mom, I'm sorry. I don't. I'm sorry. I just had to take the heat. Like, no matter whether whether it's both both of us in there trying to accomplish our thing, I'm like, yep, all right, I got it. Take a bullet for but that. It was so good, Mama. Man. I just had to. Get Mama, it was so good. Come on, Mama, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out to her. I love Miss Tina. How you, you ever wrote a song to where B was like, nah, that ain't oh, all it. the time. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I have a really high batting percentage though. Mm. I'm like in a Obviously. good. I'm I'm in a good 800 space. Mm. So. I'm I'm willing to write something somebody doesn't understand, which is why I feel like my songs become that thing. I'm willing to embarrass myself with something. I don't care where, where this is how I'm feeling today. I'm gonna write this thing, and you can be like, "Nah, that ain't it," and you won't hurt my feelings at all. There's no ego about it. I'll go back in and write another one, and I'll keep writing, you know. And sometimes those songs happen. Sometimes. Things happen, they go back to them. And those yeah. those records end up being smashes. And it's like, oh, man, you know that record's like eight years old, right? It's like, what? Man. And sometimes all of us can't see it all at the same time. And that's unfortunate um, for me. feels like that's one of my other superpowers is seeing something past now mm-hmm. and willing to hear somebody say, nah, that's not it. And it doesn't necessarily mean, nah, that's not it. It means not right now. Gotcha. That's not a part of what we're doing now. See, that that's deep, bro, because when I hear Break My Soul, and I think everybody agrees with this. I'm okay yeah. speaking for everybody on this statement. It's fi. It's fi. <laughs> fi. F-Y-E, fi. <laughs> that thing fi, bro. But what can you, you say you batting 800%. What else can you tell us about the album, your involvement? Should we expect to hear any more songs by the dream? Well, it's easy to say now because, I mean, she's already, you know, the thing is already up. and But, yeah, that's all you're going to hear. <laughs> you can't. That's we we trying we gonna hear. Hey, we're trying to break it, breaking news here on, on Behind the Mask, bro. We can't get nothing. Hey, man, we all the breaking news bit. up in here. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact. We tried, y'all. We hey, tried. They, we tried. They, they tried, man. They tried. <laughs> this, how I, this is how I stayed employed all these years. That's like, a fact. Yeah, I'm going to tell you. Yeah. I'm going to tell you this. That's but just 29th, it's not that long away. All right. Not that long we away. with it. We I with it. I can roll back up. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Oh, that's yeah. a fact. That's a, that's yeah. a must, man. Yeah, y'all ain't got to treat me like a guest guest. You know what I'm saying? Nah, family. It's yeah. all family. Yeah. How, how dope is it, though, when you got when you have these these amazing artists, these timeless artists consistently coming to you and like, yo, we need another hit. We need the production. We need the writing. We need you. It's, it's great. It's, it's, it's grateful. I, f- I feel grateful to be wanted in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, with the pressure of it, I love the actual pressure. It's like, I'm not the, the on-drugs guy, so that's like a drug for me. Mm-hmm. It's the pressure of the height of the artist and the moment that they need a thing. Mm-hmm. You know, songs, we could buy hits. We can go get a hit from over here. You know, a hit for a certain person, though, for what they need to say right now is a different type of thing. And sometimes they show up on the charts as that hit. Sometimes they stay in a place where they'll just stay on the chart forever and reorganize. You have to reorganize the idea of what you think about hit records. Mm-hmm. And it's like, does it hit home? Because that's what I tried to do. Yeah. I wasn't trying to write a number one. I'm, I'm never trying to, oh, this is going to be this. I either feel like it's the moment for this or it's not. Mm-hmm. You know. And sometimes the moment of the artist is important. 
It may not be a moment for everybody else, but it may be a time for the artist to say something mm -hmm. that may set up another album in the future. And I'm willing to say, cool, let's write in that space. It may be darker. It may not be as bright and may not be as hot 100 as, you know, as mm -hmm. the other records, but it may be the right thing for that artist. And I know the money difference, but I'm more into the art of the art part of it where we can establish how a person feels in the best way possible you know, to create a foundation that's beyond like just, hey, just put a hit out. Like yeah. that'll cure it. It's like, no, hits don't ever really cure anything. They're just, they just compound something that's already great. So who are some of your favorite artists to work with? Man, I don't have a non-favorite artist to work with. You can't like, say it because you, you don't want to. Yeah, yeah, I try to get them again. Yeah, I try to get them. You know, they're, they're, they're all my favorite. Some teach me... Everybody teaches me something different. Um, sometimes that difference is how great somebody wants to be. Sometimes is how immature they probably are at the time, which is still something you have to write about, you know. Um, where do they, where do they, do they think they rank amongst their peers and cer certain things? Like I have a whole other psychology thing going on with everybody that I feel is great. And they have their own unique thing, which is actually what makes them artists. Mm -hmm. It's like there's not the stats how in this space doesn't really determine who's great and who's not. You know, it it just it just doesn't. Is certain people are just great at being themselves. And luckily mm -hmm. I get to run into most of those people versus somebody just faking it. Right. You which is a lot of those. Yeah, I don't work with them. Yeah, I, I I'm good. Yeah. I'll try. But once I find out that's not you, then I'm good. Yeah. I don't care how big you are. I don't care. It's not happening. As iron sharpens iron. You can't, that, iron can't sharpen a butter knife two times. That's a fact. What <laughs> <laughs> you try to say, bro? <laughs> <laughs> we just had an episode, too. We talk, you talking about the, the stats and the greatness. We had an episode recently that says, uh, do championships define greatness? Mm -hmm. So in the music industry, mm -hmm. is greatness defined by awards that are won? It's defined by both things. Like, I, I feel like, and it just depends on who's the person saying that you're great, you know, like, and what, what they feel like defines that thing and whether you take their word for it or not. You know, it could be somebody that has no Grammys and just really great at doing, like I said, doing their thing and it just never, never shows up. Am I great for delivering these first three albums that are, you know, all go at a certain time and appear in the middle of a recession? You know, in a, in a space where I got not one Grammy nomination for each one of those first three albums. However, everything sounded like my albums yeah. that went on to create mm -hmm. Grammys and gra Grammy categories, uh, which Urban Contemporary didn't even exist at the time when I had my stuff out. Like, so it was one of those categories I would have needed when they're trying to define what is it that Dream does? I don't know. It's not. It's not really R and B. It's. It's something else. It's not rap, but it's not this. What is it? And they try to find these things. They try to work it out. Like it's like one of those things where you're trying to appease, you know, certain everybody. And whenever I see somebody complaining about Grammys, I'm like, but personally, I feel like y'all owe me like about nine of them. <laughs> you know, that's just me being being honest. Yeah. Because I set joints off after me. R&B wasn't the same and R&B artists weren't the same. They got treated differently because of something that 
I just decided to do. I didn't even want to be an artist. It was more so about, let me highlight my writing and my records. So a record like Fancy doesn't just die in my imagination. Mm. As Dream, though, I could do it. But if I ask your favorite artist to do it, they can't even hear it enough to know why they should do it. Mm -hmm. Fancy's what, six minutes, 40-some seconds? Can't do that. That don't fit in the radio. That's not a that's not a hit record. How we how we gonna do that? And so for me, I'm like, oh no, nah, we gotta do this shit because this to the culture of a being, it just has to happen. Yeah. But that particular song, one of my favorites that I've ever done, influenced a lot of people that came after that. So and they'll go on to get Grammys and certain accolades and these 100. So then it's like, how do? It's just about how the person defines greatness. Yeah. You know, themselves, you know, even though I still define it as um, both things, you know, together. Yeah. The world was at a stop, but now we're finally back outside. All mm. <laughs> <laughs> right, outside. We outside. But are you that outside? <laughs> Negative. Just you say you outside, cool. but I, yeah, okay, that's what's <laughs> it. All right, Savage. One agree. In the middle of the pandemic, bro. Did. And people had to sit down. And they could have chose to do anything they wanted to do. But you found a way to be able to come up with the creative thoughts and to put the hook inside of their mouth. Give me that damn Grammy. Bro, what went into it, bro? Man, see, and this is where the great thing about music happens. Megan Stagg. Shout out to Megan, because that's all her. Um, that's one of those things where there are Grammys that are hard to get. And then you have those days where you, somebody just say, hey, man, come get in the car. <laughs> that's one of those get in the car days. I was so happy to ride along. I was like, what? B said, yo, write, 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 my, write my part. Bet. I already loved the record. Didn't even know Megan. I was like, oh, I... Of course. Easy. I'm, by the way, I'm in school full-time at the time. So I'm in the middle of classes and everything. You know, the record once went number one. I was literally in class, and I'm getting these calls like, hey, the record's number one now. I'm like, oh, that's what's up. Uh, not thinking even about the Grammy p- part of it, you know, just doing, contributing my part to what's going on. And um, so happy for Megan, you know, of course, working with, with B. I know what that is because I've worked with B for a long time. So... I know, you know, she's ecstatic. Mm. It's a lot of great energy. Mm-hmm. So to be a part of that thing was bigger than anything else, you know, at all. Um, and my guy, Jay White, who did the beat, um, it's, it's just one of those good times when you're like, oh, I missed this one. Yeah. Oh, I should have got that one. I got that one, but that one was hard to get. And then you get one, it's like, oh, that was easy. I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> I need you. <laughs> you know, sometimes you just need it. <laughs> Hey man, I just need, sometimes I need to follow my lap, man. Yeah, you know, yeah. after you work so hard at it, so that was one of those ones where I'm like, I'm so happy to uh, contribute my part to this thing that's yeah. already on its way, and um, let's get it. Yeah, man, do you have a favorite Grammy if you could, like one of them that means more to you than the other, or was the first one is the most recent? Or I guess I would say my my the one I lost is the most important one. Mm. That's that's Man. that's so equivalent. I promise, bro. Go ahead and say I know what you I know where you're about to go. You finish I I'll go ahead. But yeah. yes. I mean yeah. 
it's just, that's how I feel about all things in that way. Those trials shape you to cut that way. Like, and if you don't have that failure, you no way, it's no way you win that way. It's no way, it's, it's not possible. And you can almost never defeat that person that's built that way. Yeah. You know? You talking about the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Yeah, I had an opportunity when I played uh, with the Panthers, and I, I didn't even play the game, but I was on the team that made the Super Bowl, and mm-hmm. I saw what it felt like to get that close and then not win it. So that really changed my perspective on the game because I'm like, damn, to get that close, I know what it takes. Now, screw that. I actually want to be a part of this, and that's when I really started playing in the league. And this was like four years in, five years in. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, I'm bugging. I'm here. And like you said, it fell in my lap, but you want more. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that definitely definitely relates to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, your job is harder than mine, but y'all job is harder than mine. Oh, it's yeah. easier for you me to so? do something about it. I could do something about it it's immediately. Hard it's, it's See, hard. it's a team. Is what I'm saying. It's, yeah. it's a lot of individuals, yeah, to contribute, you know what I'm saying, yeah. to control and contribute your success. Mm-hmm. And mine's is, fortunately for me, and why I wanted to learn how to do everything, whether I'm engineering myself, which mm-hmm. Savage, I recorded my own vocals on there for because it's pandemic. So I had to record myself. Those came from me being younger, recording myself and mm-hmm. having Pro Tools myself and having these things. So I have to go nowhere and depend on nobody outside of this thing, you know, to at least do as much as I can to impact myself. Mm-hmm. And, of course, grateful when I do have these great engineers around me now and it's, it's certain people that help me not have to think about certain things. Um, but knowing if it's up to me, I can go get something done. Right. Yeah. I could change the outcome myself. But y'all said, oh, yeah. And Especially how teams are now. Mm-hmm. They, these guys are a little different. And it's dope, too, because, you know, we're all roughly around the same age. Spike's a little bit older than us. But, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Spike's, Spike's, like, <laughs> Spike's like 56, right? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? 51. That's his number. <laughs> that ain't it. Why you laughing so hard, right, man? He, he is laughing real hard. And why I'm you joining like, him, too, bro? Uh... I'm just yeah. blame it on alcohol. Yep. Okay. All right. Here we go. No lies in the lounge. <sighs> but, no lies in the lounge. No lies. No lies. But I think one of the things that's dope though, because of, and you guys in your career, I should say, you could pin to the end. Oh yeah. yeah you know yeah. what I'm saying? We we done after thirty something. It's a wrap. Which is bullshit. Which is I, bullshit. I mean, but you can keep done. it going. Y'all like y'all can get out there. Nah, look. Wow. Oh, look, hell nah, man. Y'all just need like three weeks in between. Y'all Listen, man. Play on that, uh, three weeks on in that between. <laughs> Let me tell you how bad it is, bro. I dislocated you know, you my finger. The, play, y'all play week three. Like, that's y'all start week of the yeah. whole season. And come back in week yeah, six. Yeah, it'll be done. Yeah, that's what Grunk doing. Grunk you think Grunk gonna come back? Nobody. He ain't fooling he nobody. You do not want to do those So OTAs. I'm the only one that believed that he done? Yes, you definitely are. <laughs> you know he ain't trying to go to no training camp. Are you crazy? I really just thought he was he done. Literally Breaking not doing news, too, son. He he waiting. Man, Grunk, tell him, tell him what the play is, coach. N- Grunk don't want none of that son in Tampa <laughs> right now. Are you crazy? Nats, mosquitoes, <laughs> little young motherfucker getting on your nerves. Like, he like, I don't want none of this. I missed that whole play, bro. Yeah, you tripping. I, I wish I could play. actually do that. Be like, you know what? Let me know when we get almost there, like week seven, eight. 
Start calling in. Let me know what the record looking like. Exactly. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. Guy. If they six and two after eight weeks, Brady's like, yo, what's Yeah. yeah we ready now. Yeah, you got the playbook, Stay in right? Shape, yeah. yeah, he probably got the playbook right yeah. now. Yeah. He had the house. He's already on it. Yeah. But that's the thing that I appreciate I about that. the game, though, bro. Like, at the end where we're done, we gotta go back in the lab yeah. and figure, all right, let me figure out what I did well and let's play off of it and extend the career. Mm. But, like, the thing that I appreciate about you, yeah, you could pin anybody up, the right people up. But you decided to take a step further by enrolling into SCAD mm-hmm. to get your bachelor's degree, right? And for me, the, when you told me that, I was like, why in the hell is he going back to school? Mm-hmm. When they could easily just... Hey, man, we're going to give you an honorary degree. Oh, no. And you could have did it. <laughs> so right now, tell me, I need to know the truth. Why you went back, bro? Oh, man. Or why did you go to school to go enroll to get your bachelor's? It was so many, it was, it was so many layers. Um, school I, of Art and Design. Yeah. I think it's so many layers um, of why I went back that I didn't even know at first, right? So my kids, my, my my older kids, at the end of the day, you know, they're in high school and they're doing their things. And me not even knowing, of course, they're looking at me work, but that's a different thing. It's like a fantasy. Yeah. It's like to them, it was just some rich kids that grew up and they're like, that's what he does. Cool. He, they didn't see me make decisions to do a certain thing that was easy. You know, I mean, that, was, that wasn't easy for me at the time. So for them, and that one respect was, Oh, we get to see him do something. He only had he was thinking how you're thinking? That's how they're like, oh, he crazy. What By the way, why why dad, why dad got a 3.5 in college right now? It's like, so that means I don't want to see no bad grades. Facts. My joints at 3.5. <laughs> what we doing? What, <laughs> yeah, what we doing? So that was on one hand. The other hand, I love I love fashion because I feel like we're we've done that our whole lives. Mm. That's what the culture is. Mm-hmm. Like people say that word and they put it out here like Fashion is this thing, elusive thing that happens somewhere. It's like, no, we created that. Yeah. The same way they was clowning everybody for white tees, you know, in 2001. Yeah. And then Balenciaga goes and makes all the biggest T-shirts ever possible on the planet. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, but that was, we was doing that 18 years ago. Y'all said niggas look like Bama's. Yeah. Like, what's up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Um, so it's watching culture, um, for me, and still being able to recreate it, it's the same with music. It's the same thing. I have a vision and an idea of how things look the same way I have a vision and idea of how things sound mm-hmm. and of a certain taste. If I feel like I'm not great at it, because really, if I don't do it, I don't do it. And I don't talk shit about it. I'm just, that ain't what I do. That's yeah. just not cool. If you don't happening. do it, I don't do it. I, I don't do it. And But this... No, I know what that supposed to do. I know I know what looks great on my wife. I know exactly what it is. She need, I don't know. She can't tell you that she shops for herself more than I do. Mm. She's like three percent. I got the other ninety-seven, mm. and I'm wherever I need to be. Let's go to Oscar De La Renta. Man, you need. Let's go to. He might need to get a master class over man, here. For real. Hey, man, them songs is what them songs is. They just, they, I'm just saying, this, this, is real, this is real life for me. So SCAD, of course, and the idea was to help me know specifically what I'm doing. Yeah. It's like, what is that called? What, what is a French curve? 
what is that type of stitch? Like what when it's when it's hidden? Like what is? So I wanted to know. I knew I loved it. I understood why I love luxury fashion and why I love the art of people taking their times and giving a shit about what they're doing. Mm. I just didn't know what they called it. I went there for just that. I want to know what that's called. So when I'm sitting in front of somebody, I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Mm. So it was it was more so that thing over anything else. And so once it got, now I just started getting itchy because evidently I'm one of those people that can't start something. So I was just going to go there and take like six, seven classes and I know what I want to know now. Mm. I'm going to just go on and move on. And then I got the itch. I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, I'm, slippery I, slope. I was like, I'm a year and a half in now. I might as well go on and yeah, finish. finish this thing finish. out. Like, I was like, all right. Once I got the two, I'm like, okay. I owe y'all two years. Like, okay, cool. Well, I can get that done. Run it. That's it. Yeah, we could have got that honorary degree. Like, we could have been had that. Yeah, so, just handed I can't do it. it. Yeah. How's that helped you on your creative side after the fact of, of going to SCAT? I think it's the confidence of knowing what you can do and what you can't, which is evidently I'm still super great at art itself, mm. um, painting and, and stippling and, and pencils and charcoal work, you know, that I had. You could feel like you was good when you're in high school. You know, you're like, I'm good at this. And I was in high school. I mm. was. You know, you just don't know if your eyes the same or if it really computes from brain to, to paper or whatever it is. Um, you know what you like, but it doesn't mean you know how to do it still. You know, you lose that with a, a lot of things we, you know, lose yeah. over time. But to be as good as I am now in these classes that involve those things and to be approached by um, good friends of mine at SCAD who are saying, you need to switch your major to fine arts because this is crazy. I, I said Spike some pieces. It was like, Almost shocking myself. Mm. Like, wow. Because, and I know when I was even doing that, I'm like at 70% because I'm really don't want to get caught in that space where I actually do make a change and say, oh, okay, I'm going to just stay over here, you know, and do this 100% of the time because it mm. takes a while. It takes hours. It's pieces I sent, sent that I showed him that took 60 hours and 100 hours, you know, to do. Mm. And it had that type of consistency. Um, over time, just just from the sketching and, and mm -hmm. the drawing, that mm -hmm. you didn't realize that you were that good at. Yeah, not still in high school. I was I was really good at drawing. I understood it. I understood the math behind it. I could, I I got it, and and that's what you know. I, I remember somebody from Cadillac uh, years ago. Eight, I think I was eight, seventeen, eighteen years old. Um, it was some some type of drawing I did of, I think, an Impala or whatever it was. And I had this whole 3D thing set up where I knew how to do that particular thing. Mm. And there was a certain type of courting going on about, like, yo, I think you should put yourself at, at a Georgia Tech-like place and then try to do this. Like, you, you're really, really good. You should design cars. And I was like, yeah, okay. Then I saw how much that tuition was. <laughs> mm, mm, I don't know if I like it that good yeah. uh, I like it a little bit You know But I'm gonna go stick with this music right now So That's That's the scat Thing Which is now Turning to this whole I'll be able to I'll probably do an art show At some point At the top of next year You know um, Just the show so far You know What I've done Again why, And let people see the process Like even the bad sketches Yeah Or the sketches that were in the beginning And how it grew from one thing You know To another yeah, um, because I feel like people, especially kids, need to need to see that. Right on. Oh, you gotta let us cover that, bro. You know what oh, I'm man. saying? 
putting the plug in right now, bro. We already the, the soul covers. You know, we're gonna cover that. that. We're gonna cover that. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Hey, we covering that. Yeah. You know <laughs> oh, see there you go again, man. <laughs> Going back to high school, man. Trying to plug. Come on, man. Before, it's like, come on, man. Oh man. man let, me, let, let me ask you one thing real quick. Uh, Spice brought up the pandemic. Went in right. a Grammy in the pandemic. One mm-hmm. thing I thought of, and shout out to our producers for for reminding me of this. But you had the verses in the pandemic. Yes, Remember I that? did. Yep. And um, you and uh, the pen, Sean Garrett. Right. If there was anyone else now, face to face in person, that you would like to go against in the verses, who would that be? Oh man, I think all of the people I would like to go and lose, by the way, which I wouldn't mind losing. <laughs> I would like to have this this uh, for some reason it sounds crazy. I would love it if Prince would if I could challenge Prince in the verses. Mm. Knowing I'm going to lose, that's not the point. The point would be <laughs> he's going to show up to do it. Perfect cuz that's who I want to see. I'm like, yeah. "Ooh, do it again, Prince. Do it again. Do it again." <laughs> Facts. You just Facts. killed me with Purple Rain, man. I don't know what to do after that. Darling, Nikki, do that with next, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do my Nikki now. You do yours. <laughs> oh, man, you got me again, man. Keep going. Give me a free concert. That's what, that's what I would do. Have you ever seen him in concert? Where you I, saw, I saw him once um, in LA, and he did this thing. He didn't play Purple Rain that night, and I was like, and I got it, and I understood yeah. it. He's like, man, that's how he's feeling right now. <laughs> he was feeling a certain type of way. When he, when he don't do that, he's like, yeah, I know what y'all came out here to see, but I'm not giving it to you. Yeah. You're like, what? It, it, you can't get mad. Yeah, you're like, okay, the, well, just play guitar all night. I just, yeah, I'm going to just lie and say you did it. The dopest thing I actually saw him one time, the dopest thing I thought about Prince was how it are women from, let's say, 16 to 80 mm-hmm. standing up the entire concert singing every song. Like, nobody sat down. Amazing. Amazing, man. Story. Storyteller. Yeah. Yeah, those stories don't ever die. No. You can write cheeky songs that will become hits or whatever. If it's not a story as the main base, it, it'll die. I'll tell you what, bro. You don't put pen to paper and wrote some historic songs that I like to sit back, you know, burn some candles to. Hold up the candles. Oh, yeah. There it is. Man, talk about this Nashy State. The, the, the Nashy State candle line is something I've been working I've been working on with my wife for like about maybe four years. And it was it was my um contribution to her not only to have something real that you could touch and 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 grow, but so she could see independent the independent success of yourself and your own ideas and certain stuff that you're doing and how you impact people. I just wanted her to literally see what success felt like independently of, you know, you could look at me and we could be together and it's like, oh, cool, you do this thing, but it's, my thing is already rolling. They, yeah. they want to tie you together. By the way, my mm-hmm. thing been rolling since third grade to be honest about this, this, this voyage that I'm on. And it's hard to say you know somebody from third grade. I have a, my best friend, Chris, is the only person I can say who I saw even in the band that influenced me to get in the band. Mm. And that's the guy I still kick it with to this day. But other than him, there's not somebody I could say, oh, they're on the same train with me and it wasn't rolling when you, once you saw me. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. so no matter who it is, wife, new friends, whatever it is, that's why we have to talk about it, you know. And so it's the same way with you. You got friends that saw you doing what you was doing in the dark when nobody else saw it. Right. And so I wanted her to experience that 
you know, for herself. Yeah. Because I feel like that's a good, not only the feeling, if you really want to know somebody, you, got, you have to know what they do. You have to know what their sacrifices are. You have to know why they can't sleep at certain times of night. You have to know these things about them so you can actually respect and understand what it is and who you're married to or who you with, you know, and what you're dealing with. Because if that person is willing to commit and, 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 I guess, put that much into something, you know, in order to feed a whole tribe, you know, of people, like, that's, you started taking from yourself early on to right, do that. Yeah. There's so many clubs I could have went to and blew it all, you know, yeah. like before I even had it. It was like mm -hmm. I didn't spend my 20s out nowhere. It was in the studio, you know, so it's, it's, it's those sacrifices and those things. So when somebody's telling their college stories and blah, 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 oh, yeah, I ain't had it. I, ain't, I don't know nothing about none of that. So y'all see me starting to go crazy around 45, 50. I want y'all to know it was coming. Making up for lost time. I'm just making up for lost time. I'm going to look crazy. I don't know what Dream doing. He's just out here in Vegas going crazy. He ain't been home in three <laughs> months. Best like, life. I told you it's was bound to happen now. Yeah. And so, you know, and it takes a lot to hold all of that together. And I, I, I wouldn't wish it on anybody to do exactly what I'm doing, but just a piece of understanding, you know, mm -hmm. gives somebody like me a peace of mind when you've been working on something so long. And so... The candles are a representation of that particular thing. And so that's the true story behind it. And on top of that, um, how we have two, two, smell, two um, scents now. There's a third one that we have. Um, well, actually, there's two more that we have, actually, that, are, that, are start, that we're starting up right now. But those scents are just what remind us of certain places, whether we were in Paris at that particular time. I'm making those scents for that place I was in. Whatever it is, you smell a lot of lavender in something I do next. It reminds me of a, of a summer I had in the Hamptons because there's a big lavender place up there in New York. Mm. It, yeah, so I try to bring that whole sentiment in. Before we let you go, I got to ask you this. Historically, if you had the opportunity, even going back now, mm -hmm. people in the grave all well, the way up drink to them. now, definitely got to have a cold adult beverage here on this one. Exactly. Sam Cook. Yes, sir. Off the rip. Sam I don't Cook even know what you're going to say. I don't even know Off what you're going to say. If it was one artist that you could work with. Sam Cook. Sam Cook. I love Sam Cook. Yes, man. Why? That's the kicker. It's, in the, it's, it's the soul of it. I think he did something to, um, to music in a way of like bridging it over from one thing to, a, to another that I see in myself, you know, it's, it's one thing to be soulful and meaningful and to say certain things. And it's a whole other thing to create that in a pop mass spectrum. You know, it's hard to get soul out of a place. That's why when you think about R&B, it's like, it feels like it's kind of stuck. It's like stuck there though, when you speak about it. Well, that's why I hate that word. That's why when people go, are you king of R&B? I was like, no, I don't want to be the king of R&B. I don't want to be the king of music. I don't want to be that. You can keep it. You got it. For me, I'm trying to make sure this soul and this feeling gets from one space to the other space so they know how we feel and you don't have to always explain a certain type of hurt to a masses over there. Like, right. this is what it's going to sound like. It's like hymns that you will never forget if you're in the country. Mm. You know, like, you don't forget those hymns. Mm -mm. You know what it sounds like. You know what it feels like. As soon as they start saying, it's like the leaves start moving. <laughs> it was like, okay, well, I know it's a bunch of ancestors out here. You can go to and start getting down to Hawkinsville, Georgia, and all those 
All that. Yeah, don't make me start talking about it. I, <laughs> I've been down there as a kid cleaning off graves and grave sites and stuff with my grandfather, that kid. These kids, I'm like, oh, y'all don't even know. Yeah. No, nothing about nothing. Grown-ups, I mean, when I say kids, because as kids, nobody did the things that I was doing. Trust me, everybody's running around with Jordans on. Like, where you going? We're going to the country. It's a homecoming. I got to go down here and wipe these gnats off. <laughs> I don't know if y'all know what that feeling is, but there's nothing worse than gnats in the country. Oh, and they are relentless, too. They want to get in your ear for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. There's nothing sexy about that at all, but I just wanted to say that on your show, Nats. <laughs> well, Grunk knows about the Nats right now. Oh, man. That's why he's sitting at the crib. That's why he's sitting yeah. at home. He got huh? that AC. He probably got that fence up like I got in my backyard that keeps the mosquitoes and the Nats away. He's sitting out there right now. Grunk, yeah, wherever you are, I get it. <laughs> we'll see you in week nine. I'm oh, sure about man. it. Yeah, Listen, I'm pretty man. sure. Well, history of music cannot be written without mentioning the dream. You know what I'm saying? So salute to you, Thank everything you. you've brought to the game. And um, we appreciate you. We do want to do a quick shout out. You know what I'm saying? Homie Shaka, well oh, yeah. wishes. Definitely well wishes to yeah. my guy. Yeah. Yeah. Get yeah. better Shaka soon, salute. bro. We all praying for you. Yeah. And, um, Definitely. Much man. love, bro. You know what I'm saying? What you, you what you've brought to the game, what people know and don't know, can never be taken away. No. As long as we get credit. <laughs> as long as you get credit. We don't know who made nothing, you know. It took a while before we found out who made the red light and it's like, what? Yeah. Hold up. Man, don't get me started. It was us. Yeah, of course it was. Yeah. That's well, what I'm trying to tell you. Credit is how racism even exists in the first place. Because if you actually hated me that much, you'll stop using half of the things you use that was made by these hands. And that's probably in this country about 78%. And a lot of people will wake up when they hear that. Yeah, you can't storm the Capitol. You're just storming something that we built. Yeah. Mm. We already that's had That's why you stormed it. Yeah. <laughs> we built it. We wouldn't do it, not because we're scared to do it. It's like, we, we built that. That's hard work. Facts. You know what that is? Facts. You know, all the people that don't do hard work won't tear some shit up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Appreciate you, my boy. Yes, sir. Much love and respect. Oh, Thank you for having me. Respect, man. Anytime, man. My man. Yes, Anytime. Hey, we roll, man. we do part Anytime. two. Anytime. Twice on Sunday. Yes, yeah, sir. It is. Yeah.